Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Nay, we are not where we normally are. We're not. <laughs> Things are not the same right now. No. We, we <laughs> tell them where we are. Y'all, we are in the Opryland Hotel in Tennessee. Yes. We're in Nashville. We couldn't sit in a pretty location because of the noise. Yeah. We were going to sit out on this little balcony looking out. There's a little... Like a little, what would you call it, a river? Yeah. It's not a It's a man-made. River. It's a man-made inside. You could take like a free little boat ride. Which I Which we're, we're, we're aiming to do today. Yeah. Got a lot jam-packed in our day. Yes, we do. And mm-hmm. we knew we needed to get the podcast recorded. Yep. So Monday it shows up. Yep. But man, we're like going to some workshops. We're here for a AACC conference. Yep. American Association of Christian Counselors. Counselors. Yes. And lots of good stuff. Besides getting lost in this hotel. Okay, y'all, when we say we have gotten lost, it's not one time. It's every time we step out of our hotel room. Right. Instantly we're lost. But here's the thing. It's not just us. Right. Everyone. everyone at this conference... It's almost like, I hate to say it, it's almost like zombie land in a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you mean? Because we could walk so far and then we could see two people and they're just like gazing. Right. Like, sure. wait, which direction do we go? And then somebody nice will say, are you lost? Are you looking for something? Yeah. And we haven't had to go off the resort because it has all these restaurants and one that one, uh, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, one of the speakers said, isn't it hard to keep track of what day it is? Is it night or is it morning? Because yeah. we're like in this little bubble of a hotel mm, right. area that we haven't even gone outside. No. it's kind of It kind of is weird. It is weird. It let's is a just, weird feeling. Let's just hope the car is still there. <laughs> <laughs> Since we haven't been at the car since we got here on Wednesday. Right. It is kind of strange. It is weird, isn't it? But let's see. Let's just tell the people. We got to hear Natalie Grant. Yeah. She sang a nice song. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the guy's name? Bill Billingsley. He was like the main yeah. worship leader. We yeah. got him. Does he have his own songs out? Oh, yeah. He's his own. Okay, so his the own first deal. songs he was singing, were those his? Because I like those songs. Um, I can't remember what they I were. but know. Yeah. And have to look we it saw up. Tim Tebow. Tim speak. Tebow spoke. That was that was pretty good. He kept us on our toes there. Yeah. Um, what was the woman's name again? Laura Wolf? Maybe. Lauren. Lauren. Maybe. She, I know y'all have probably seen her. I've, I've, Maybe like not. seen her books um, 
but she's in a wheelchair. She suffered a what did she suffer? A massive stroke. Massive stroke at twenty five or six. Right after she had her baby, with no symptoms at all right. ahead of time, no like warning signs. No, no, she was just taking it easy and. But it was a, a defect when she was born right. as a baby that just, in her these brain. veins just grew and grew and grew until they just yeah. caused the stroke. Like cluster something. Yeah. Um, so that was, she was very encouraging. She was because she's trying to build the gap between like people that are disabled in a wheelchair to the world because she made a really good point to say we're all in wheelchairs we're all have wheelchairs yeah. that have us bound right but it was awesome to see her say i'm not bound to my chair she and literally she stood, stood up. up and got out of her wheelchair i was like wow. okay i didn't expect that no she can stand she can't really walk but well, then but she, she told us the benefits of yeah she looked at her wheelchair as this is a means to get me where i need to go so it's an asset yeah she didn't look at it as a chair she's bound to but that it's an avenue it's yeah. a thing she needs right to get where she needs to go and right when we look at our own wheelchairs or things that we feel bound there's god always makes a way yeah. to where there's a good out of it yeah it's just changing our perspective so she's trying to help renewing our mind their perspective i, I thought just thought was that was good. really good yeah who else do we uh here or oh that bob golf yeah he was funny he was hilarious what a character what a character not he's not a comedian either i isn't that crazy he's actually a lawyer he's a lawyer yeah he his personality doesn't fit your typical attorney he's super funny though oh my gosh and how did he end up being the consul for uganda right not for the United States for Uganda, but he's the no, he's the ambassador oh. for Uganda, <laughs> not the ambassador for the United States for Uganda. Yeah, no, he's Uganda, <laughs> and he's an old white guy, right? <laughs> Which is funny. funny, very funny. Yeah. So yeah, we are having a good time, learning lots of stuff. We are. But we still want to take care of you guys and have a podcast out on Monday. Yeah. Because we are doing part two. We of, are. What is the title? Seven. It is Seven Barriers to Receiving Healing. And we had we did part one. And this is based off of uh, Derek Prince's book, God's Word Heals, which I've been so, I mean, this book has been a blessing to me. So we want to continue on. We've got three more barriers we want to talk about. So that first one we are going to talk about is involvement in the occult. And this is number five. This is, yes. Number five. Probably number five, yeah. Involvement in the occult. Okay. So let me just read a couple things, and I'm going to point you to a scripture, Naomi. Mm -hmm. Um. It says there are many forms of the occult, much of contemporary music, hard rock, and so on, is really satanic. It has a demonic power in it. If we have exposed ourselves to it, we need deliverance from it. Another form of the occult is drug abuse. I won't get. It says I won't give an exhaustive list, but 
I'm going to trust that the Holy Spirit to show you if this is a problem mm -hmm. uh, area for you. So Exodus 23:24. Okay, that says. Mm -hmm. Says, you shall not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do according to their works, but you shall utterly overthrow them and completely break down their sacred pillars. Yeah, because he's saying that um, you have to renounce every contact with the occult that you have had. It says in Exodus 23 that Moses gave instructions to the children of Israel as as to how they were to deal with the forms of worship and religion that had been in their land of Canaan before they arrived. He warned them they were to have no part whatever in such satanic practices. Mm. Right. Um, how about another scripture? It is in Exodus 24, mm -hmm. and it's 25 and 26. That says, you shall make for it a frame of a hand breathed all around. Wait a minute. Hand breath. Is that, that the right? Are you on Exodus 24 verses 25 and 26? There is no Exodus 24 verse 25 and 26. Is that what it says in there? Yes, Exodus 24. That's a typo. Is it? Yeah. Exodus 24 goes to verse 18. Does it really? Uh-huh. Go back to 23. And verse 25. Let's see. Go to, yeah, go to 25 maybe. What does it say? Does it say, so you shall serve the Lord yeah. your God? Yeah. Yeah, they made a mistake. It's Exodus 23 verses 25. 5 and 26. Yeah, it says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. Yes. Okay, so um, one so last. So what was the, the things that he's mentioning that could be part of the occult that maybe people aren't aware of? Well, music. There is a lot of satanic music out there. That's true. I see that. Mm -hmm. Drug abuse. Yeah, a lot of hallucinations can yeah. happen. Cause you to uh, not think in your right sound mind. Right. I see that. Yes. Um, wow. You know. I mean, even I don't remember who that singer was, but I remember how many people died at his... Um, at his concert because he had this uh, yeah the music sound yeah was very demonic very demonic and gosh his name just went through my brain what was that guy's name i could see I, I him right now but i can't i can't but remember many people name. were trampled and died yeah and, and i mean people were bringing their kids to that and i mean the stage was set up that was extremely satanic yeah people we don't need to be involved in that yeah. we gotta renounce those things that that are not are not where god they're wants you to god be they're not of god yeah. right okay so let's go to um 
Well, no, let me just stick here for a minute because there was something else. It's in Joshua 7. I don't have the address, though. But mm -hmm. it says, um, talking about, um, let me read this. This Okay, this is a serious business, the whole thing with the occult. Okay, okay. it says, uh, Derek Prince says, uh, some years ago, I ministered to a woman in Falls Church, Virginia, who was a judge on the Supreme Court of the state of Virginia. In a later chapter, I discussed how she was miracul miraculously healed. After she was healed, a friend of hers won a free trip to two for two to Mexico in some competition. They went down to Mexico for a vacation, and when they came back, the friend phoned my wife and me in a desperate state. She said, this lady has just tried to commit suicide. Come over and help us. We went over and started to talk to them. Apparently, nothing had changed. I said, you've been down to Mexico? They said, yes. I asked, did you bring any souvenirs back with you? And the woman who was a judge said, yes. I brought one circular image. So I said, what was it an image of? It was the sun god. And I explained, that's your problem. You are under a curse because you have brought an accursed thing into your home. The Bible says that if you bring in a cursed thing into your home, you are a curse just like the thing. Yeah. So what things do you have in your home? You know, right. sun catchers or... Dream catchers. Yeah. yeah. Dream catchers. Um, Horoscopes horoscopes, astrology, paraphernalia, crystals, all of that stuff. Not, Not okay. Good. Yeah. Not okay. Okay, so one last thing. God has an intense hatred of idolatry. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you have to renounce that. Mm -hmm. go, to, go to the Lord, pray, and renounce those things. Get rid of them. Yeah. Get rid of and And here's another thing. You have to be careful what you bring in your home when you are, and this is always in the front of my mind, uh -huh. because my daughter loves to do this, but when we go antiquing. I have a or story. garage Or garage sailing. I have a story about that. I don't know if I ever put it on the podcast. But my, exactly about that, um, my mother, so this was when I was probably in second, third grade. We lived in a log cabin house and they had like an attic floor where there were actual bedrooms up there. Sure. Then we had a basement and then the main floor. And she had just had my twin brothers. So they were babies and their room was up upstairs, I think, I guess my mom's room was up there too. Uh huh. Um, and she loved to go. Well, we were poor, but she went garage sale shopping and uh -huh. had this chest, um, yeah, like a desk type chest. I don't remember exactly what it looked like, but I know it was a piece of furniture. Right. A piece of furniture. Think yeah. about that. Just a piece of furniture. Right. Um, and it brought demons in the home because uh, she recalled being upstairs and was nursing the babies she was laying down laying in bed and she heard footsteps coming up the stairs really and someone touching her and she said she called out for my dad 
saying Louie and there was no response and then she couldn't speak she couldn't cry out for a really long time wow that's just one of the things there was other weird things that had happened that's uh -huh. the one that really sticks in my mind yeah so we had um you know back then we were of this cultist religion and right I'm assuming she called them the elders of that congregation and uh -huh. they came and they we figured it out like they linked it to yeah this piece of furniture once she got rid of that and they destroyed that mm -hmm. it was gone mm. but it's a real real thing it is a real thing you guys you gotta you gotta be careful what you bring into your home and i think they found out that the woman that owned that was in witchcraft is she that a, right? She was in witchcraft. Yeah. And it's like sorcery stuff. Sure. So, and she was just the owner of that furniture and it brought that into the Yuck. home. And then that's, it was attacking my mom. That's terrible. Very scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go on to the next one. The next one is ungodly covenants. And can you read Exodus 23, 32? Mm-hmm. It says... Um, you shall make no covenant with them nor with their gods. Yeah, this says it is possible for people to enter into a covenant with other people who follow false gods. If you do that, you become involved in the guilt of those people and their false gods. Ooh. <laughs> so here's one of the examples, and mm -hmm. we have talked about this. Freemasonry. Oh, yeah. It says, if you are involved in Freemasonry, you are under a curse. Not only you, but also your family and your descendants. Oh, man. It says, Freemasonry is a false religious system, and whatever anyone may say, it is not a secret. The main ceremonies of Freemasonry are known and have been published by people who are not Freemasons. So mm -hmm. I guess they were in it and then they got out of it. Uh huh. And we've said this like a million times. My dad number two, he 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 went up the ranks in that. When in your walk did you discover that was wrong? Um, let me see. It was probably early on. Was it? It was early on when I became a believer, but here's what I think and I believe. I believe the Lord put it put it in me that the um, the girls group that was uh, under this Freemasonry, so like the what men, were they called? Something daughters. They were called Job's daughters. Yeah. Um, Look how conniving that is, Job's thinking, oh, this is a Christian thing. Yeah. Like Job, Job's daughters in the Bible were beautiful. Yeah. And they, yeah. They were talented right. and gifted. Right. How but it, it's a, it was a secret organization. And, I mean, it was, it was just weird to me because, like, everybody had a specific duty, okay, you had to march into the hall, the space that they held these meetings, and the chairs were set up specific, like the head, master, whatever. Yeah, there was her and then some other ladies up at the altar. You had to walk in specifically as a group. Um, 
I remember this, y'all. This is so... I remember this, and this is when I was a kid, and I, I didn't have any church background and didn't understand Jesus. Um, but, like, they would sing that old hymn, Onward, Christian Soldier. Oh, my. And the formation, you had to be in a certain formation, and then you'd end up in a formation of a cross. Yeah. Yeah, and no, like there was always somebody outside of that room that we were in, this big, huge room. And the person on the outside of that door was guarding the door. And there were certain knocks and certain shapes that you had to knock on the door. Way bizarre. That's weird. Like, it's why? so bizarre. Cultish cultish and and i'm i remember when uh dad number two said yeah you know um so-and-so's daughter she's gonna be in it too well we were friends mm -hmm. and i'm like i i don't really care like i don't want to be in it it's mm -hmm. not like girl scouts yeah back in the day you know or brownies it yeah. was nothing like that and they came out like um and the adults thought this was funny. Okay, here's the sick part about it. Because it caused me a lot of fear and angst. And I'm going to tell you why. Because um, the adults will tell, like, the girls who are um, becoming new members, to be a new member, you have, to you have to ride a wild pig. What? Yeah. And I told my mom, like, I don't want to be involved in this. That's so weird. Like, I want a dog. I want a puppy. <laughs> okay. I kid? Like, I don't, like, I don't understand all of this. Why would parents? Yeah. Why would even? I mean, I to that day, I was sick and throwing up that day. <gasps> I remember because I was so, like, Anxious. like, when I say this. I believe that the Lord put it in me that like, this whole thing was wrong. Yeah, for you to know as a kid, this is weird and wrong. And yeah, because no it. adult was telling me that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a very bizarre, cultish thing. And they have it for the women of the Masons, the Eastern Stars. And then I forget what they have for the boys. I forget what that group is can't think of it but yeah it's bad and so I mean I've prayed many renouncing prayers on mm -hmm. that because th that I didn't want any part of it mm -hmm. I didn't like it then yeah and I didn't stay in it for very long because I was just like I don't get this door knocking thing like none of this makes sense to me yeah I don't understand like what they're even talking about in the meetings and that's what's so twisted is that the enemy will try to incorporate like this is a Christian Christ thing. Yeah. And there you you just have to go to the blank statement like it's Jesus plus nothing. All it is is Jesus, like in your life and what you do it's Jesus. Jesus is plus enough. zero right. equals Jesus. It's not a secret knock. No. It's not a works. No. It's not a you got to do a pledge. It's no. not I have to be with these specific people. And that's it's what you Jesus. did too. You pledged. Yeah. And what they did is they'd stick the Nicene Creed in there. 
and um I remember they had like a blue book and it was all about like how meetings were conducted and how you had Rules. to do it. Yeah, it was. Rules. Thank you, Jesus, for getting me out of that. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was ugly. So let me see. One thing I do want to say about this. Um, let's just end on this one is if you are involved in Freemasonry either directly or through your husband father or some other relative you need to say a prayer or renunciation mm -hmm. there are also many other secret societies cults and satanic organizations in the world today if you are involved in any of those groups you you gotta you gotta go to the Lord yeah, and I'm sure if you Google Derek Prince Prayer of Renunciation, oh, yeah. he'll give you something there. So if you're yeah. thinking right now, well, what is that prayer? I've got that in my life. Google Derek Prince yeah. Prayer of Renunciation. Yeah, because, I mean, there is a whole bunch. He yeah. puts these prayers in this book, yeah. in this God's Word, Word Heals. heals. Mm -hmm. So maybe worth even reading his book. Yeah. Okay, so the third or the final... Um, so this is the seventh uh -huh. barrier to receiving healing is the effects of a curse. Mm -hmm. So let me just read, um, mm -hmm. let me see here. It says, um, there are some common indications of a curse over a person's life or a family. If several of those things apply to you or your family, there's probably a curse over you. The good news is that Jesus was made a curse so that we might be redeemed from the curse and receive the blessing. So go to Galatians 3. Galatians 3. Okay. And it's going to be verses 13 and 14. That says... Christ has redeemed us from the curse mm. of the law, yes. having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Yeah. I like that scripture. Yeah, and so then Derek goes on to say that there um, there are seven common indications of a curse. So I'll just kind of slip through them. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. One, it says a history of mental and emotional breakdown in your family. Mm. Um, stop me too if you want to. Okay. Um, two, repeated and chronic sicknesses, especially hereditary ones, because the mark of a curse is that it passes from generation to generation. Wow. That hit home with my yeah. back issues. Um, three, repeated miscarriages or female problems. Wow. Four, the breakdown of marriages and family alienation says if your family has a history of marriages breaking up in different branches of the family being at war with one another you can almost be assured there is a curse mm. five continuing financial insufficiency mm. um then it says never getting out of the poverty syndrome right mm -hmm. 
Six, being accident prone. Mm -hmm. And I think we've talked about this several mm -hmm. times. It says, uh, you are one of those uh, people who accidents just look for you. You step off the curb, you break your ankle, break your ankle. You close the car door on your fingers. Um, it says, uh, in deliverance services that Derek Prince has held in the past, people have wanted to drive as many as 100 miles to come, but the car broke down on the way mm. and they never got there. Why? It was a curse. Wow. Yeah. Okay, seven, it says, a history of suicides or unnatural mm. death. There's quite a few in my family I had to yeah. totally pray off. Right. Yes. Multiples. This says, a curse is like a dark shadow that always seems to hover over you. Wow. It says, if I, uh, if I had to choose one key word to describe the effects of a curse, it would be frustration. Derek says, I have dealt with many people who had all the qualifications for success, yet time and time again, they were on the verge of success when something went wrong. It was the effect of a curse. Mm. But he says the Holy Spirit is able to deal with any kind of curse in your life. Yeah. And you got to take a moment to reflect on that and then go to the Lord in prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes, the effects of a curse. And just ending on like the scripture we read, we, we all, it says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We're all born under the curse of the law because yeah. of, of Adam. Adam and Eve. So this is the reason why you have to be born again. You have to. To be, um, to be free from to that be free curse. From that and to accept Jesus with faith. What, what I love about again. that, even when we're reading this and, and um, people might think like, oh my gosh, like, is there, what do I have to do? It, God really makes it so simple. Oh, it's very simple. It really is simply you just go to him. saying, you know, forgive me. I did not know about like, let's right. say masonry, Lord, forgive me for the, even being exposed to that. And you renounce that, you know, and give that over to him and he takes care of the rest. He does. It's not hard, y'all. It's not. We it make really it a little cross, period. Yeah. That's it. Like you said, it is finished. Right. When he was on that cross. Mm -hmm. It is finished. Yeah. So there you have it, y'all. We've done two weeks of seven barriers to receiving healing. Nice. So, yes. Let me just go over those seven just real yeah. quick, okay? Mm -hmm. We had ignorance, unbelief, unconfessed sin, unforgiveness towards others, um, involvement in the occult, ungodly covenants, and the effects of a curse. Yes, those are good. Right. Very so, good. hey, listen, we'll be leaving. Back in Missouri. We'll be leaving this, this place tomorrow. I can't believe it's, you know. Friday. Yeah. It's definitely crazy. we have our days off. Yeah, our week. days are confusing. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> Okay y'all. All right. We'll see ya. All right, bye bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.